0: Welcome to Wizard Team, a Black Magical Podcast for Black Magical Stories.
1: Hi everyone, it's Bayana, Robin, and Portia embarking on a journey through the many fantasy stories written by and about Black people. Currently, we're reading Amari and the Night Brothers by B.B. Austin, and today we are discussing Chapter 17
2: um first off happy black magical history month it's still february we're still out here um last week things that we discussed well first of all we're like officially halfway through the book so that's cool what Um, we're, we're 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 on the other side um but yeah so amari um is like debriefed after her conversation with moreau um and the adults don't really seem to be taking any of what he said seriously or if they are they are not telling Amari um Amari then goes and learns how to use sky sprints in her like agent trainee class um which she ends up being pretty good at even though like there's some clear like class differences between like the kinds of sky sprints folks have we find out that Lara is basically being um a bully because she blames quentin and therefore amari for maria's disappearance somehow that makes sense in her head therapy i bet anyway um amari because of that and like the way that kind of like because Lara's so popular and she has all these like friends who follow after her it kind of serves to then make amari feel lonely and isolated which is when magician girl 18 pops in and is like they will never understand you but i will we should meet up you know let's build.
0: Does Lara um, have friends, or does I mean, she have fans? Yes. Followers. Yes. She might have, like, one friend up in there, but I don't know. Um, she don't want no friends. She wants, she doesn't, she doesn't want friends. Mm. She doesn't even mm. want a sister. She doesn't even want her sister back. She just wants someone who will praise her yeah. for her achievements from, yeah. in the form of sisterhood.
2: But yeah, all of that serves to uh, push Amari into agreeing to meet up with this uh, catfish in person. <laughs> Not that we know that Magician Girl's a catfish but like, we don't know about this this girl. She got no profile. This is very good. much out
0: of like early thousands yes. movies where like they are showing us the dangers of like talking to strangers online. Literally. I feel like, was, like what it was today.
2: I feel like it's the pilot episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. Um. Right. <laughs> um so yeah so now we're in chapter 17 um so amari so amari's waiting on like information on like when and where she's gonna meet magician girl um but when she wakes up her um app what is it like erg i don't know how
3: they
2: -hmm. (laughs) they shorten it um it needs to be updated which like i just feel like is such a uh like, y'all got magic and you still gotta get, like, app updates. <laughs> like, I hate that for y'all. <laughs> um, and, of course, because she doesn't know how to do anything. She just learned the other nap- The other net existed, like, two days ago. She needs to now find Elsie in order to update her phone so that she can figure out. She also just got a phone, I just realized. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of different things she's gotta, like, <laughs> figure out. So, she gotta take it to Elsie. Um... I sorry. Can I just say that?
1: I've, 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 if you guys are just now joining us in Chapter Seventeen, where you have been? But also, I love them. I love them so much, and I love so. Yesterday, I had a brunch with uh, my little group of San, my little group, my group of San Diego girlfriends who I know because of my best friend Fiorella, who. Got all the way down to, like, she lives, like, 30 minutes away. Got all the way down to where the brunch spot was. She made me come early so I could, like, grab seats because I am her, like, you know, personal assistant, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she forgot her purse and was like, uh-oh. And I, so I had to give her my card so she could pay for her parking. And then I paid for brunch, you know, the beauties of technology. She then money me back. We good. But... <laughs> I just like love the idea of she just literally like sat down. She made me come early. She's like, You have to go 30 minutes early and grab the table just to make sure. And then she sat down and she looked at me and she said, I forgot my purse. And I just handed my card over. And I just think that like best friendship is like that. She just, Amari just was like, I can't update this thing. Where is Elsie? Mm hmm. And then go searching for her because Elsie is not. Go searching. She she ain't say. I should figure it out myself. She would not look around her phone and be like, I'm sure this is intuitive. It's a social media. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's an up... No, she said, where
0: is Elsie? <laughs> but she, again, like uh, but Bayana was saying, like, she is new to the whole having a phone situation. So she's like, this world of having a phone and updates, what is that? And uh, But then she is, is also update. still like
1: Generation Z. Millennial. Z, whatever. They... Maybe but
0: if but who's fun is she getting? Buttons. Because her mama doesn't seem like she's playing that game, and then her brother like clearly has secret crap going on on his phone, so he was going to hand his phone over. So who's right, she was to checking me? his
2: <laughs> emails, not his sex messages,
0: and she's checking checking on his old laptop, not true. even like on like an actual like tablet or something that's even yeah. closer to a phone. Okay, yeah. your points but, are being made. Okay, okay but okay. your
2: point does stand. Like the fact that she's immediately like <laughs> I need to find Elsie. Um, her bed's empty. She's not. Uh, in the food court for breakfast. And so she finds out that the junior researchers had, um, were attending some presentation for some really old, really famous magical scientist who's visiting from the Bureau's London outpost. Um, So she's like, well, I'm skipping breakfast. I'm going to the department of magical science, which means that we get to see the department of magical science.
1: This department stresses me out.
2: I like, yes, but also I kind of like, it's, it reminds me of like, whenever I go into like, like as a kid, yes, it reminds me of museum. I also like, as a kid, I loved science museums. And so now I still like, I still do, but it was like, I'm not into science now. I don't know what people are talking about. I'm not like into it, (laughs) but it just like gives me that like childish, you know, like nostalgia of like going into the Exploratorium and seeing all these like cool magnets and like the light box and like all, you know what I mean? Like, Um. So here's my thing. I love going into a museum, and I love that little like button
1: you can push, and the speaker comes on, and it plays a pre-recorded. This is the thing that you're looking at, but you know it's (laughs) pre-recorded. It's old school technology. It's basically a voice. You know, like I mm, just drones all up,
2: up, and in this piece. (laughs) Yeah, it is a museum with drones. But it gives museum I hate like, it here. It gives museum vibes. Like I, I literally wrote it. It does that give down, museum vibes. And I like that. But it part gives of like it. the museum of my nightmares.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, you like to learn. How about we have
2: AI teach you? And I'm mm. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Sorry. So speaking, it's speaking of AI, whispers the elevator is who takes Amari down to the Department of Magical Science.
0: Um and I will say no that I do,
1: f- I do I do I've messed with whispers. We'll Only shouting. on like the the sense but his name now, is. No, whispers. And he I he would least,
0: because if I was trying to keep anything quiet, whispers would be my. That's the last complete. person you want to, or last elevator you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, please, any elevator but whispers in this yeah. moment, because I can't well, keep nothing to myself. try to be. As whispers is here, he just gives me the the he he it
1: it <laughs> just gives me the vibes of like the dude in the neighborhood whose nickname is Tiny, but he is anything but. Yeah, like, that's that's why. That's the only thing about Whispers that I I rock with, but the rest of it, you can keep.
2: Um, So the elevator door is open to a wall of purplish blue flames. Um, Amari is like, first is confused, but then remembers that the department, the lobby of this department changes to reflect like a current breakthrough um, in the field, which is kind of cool. It's like. You know Mm -hmm. they change. It's the exhibit. The lobby is the exhibit. They're changing. They're changing it up. Um, so Amari's like, "Is it safe to walk through that?" Whispers, shouts, "Yes." Um, and so then she um walks through, and I love this part. She says, "Thankfully, I don't turn into Amari flavored barbecue," um, which I think (laughs) she's hilarious. Um, and then on the other side, there's a tiny metal drone that floats over her. And says you just step through a wall of night fire. What you may not know is that night fire isn't actually a true fire at all, but rather a convergence of naturally occurring free magic and ultraviolet light energy that combusts harmlessly. Um
0: Amari To me that sounds doesn't. like the Aurora Borealis. Like i mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. sounds like it's just like you're walking through the war. And I would love to do that. I would love to walk through the Aurora Burialis. It sounds yeah. like fun.
2: And I also like the like the introduction of free magic as like something that just exists. Um, yeah, because like, the way that they've talked about it has been like you know it only comes from this place and people are only allowed to have a certain amount of it you know what i mean but also the fact that it just like is is
0: like a cool it's like different of types living. of
1: energy mm-hmm. yeah
0: which like that their explanation bothers me for a lot of different reasons but one of them mostly being that like the borough couldn't exist if it weren't for the existence of free magic outside of like like giving and sharing like as musicians are supposed to do um given like all the magical creatures and the magical lands that exist like how can you explain that if it's not for free magic like what does that even mean
2: right and it's really i think it'd be interesting to like learn like how free magic kind of like affects the environment and like how you then are able to create some of these places you know what i mean um yeah like is it like certain concentrations in certain places that make like you know prime spots for underground layers or is it
3: like <laughs>
2: <laughs> something else um but yeah um so amari though does not find this fascinating at all um and so when the drone is like would you like to hear more about the scientist who discovered nightfire he's visiting today amari's like nah i'm good um the drone sighs and floats away uh,
1: visibly or, or audibly disappointed. The drone.
0: <laughs> okay, but like the think drone about it. But think about size, it. It's programmed to like be there for curious people. And so every person they probably come into contact with, it's someone that's that supposed to be using their programming to assist in their curiosity. And here comes the person. sigh is an emotional response. But maybe they're programmed
2: to sigh. You know how like when you talk, when you try to um, call c- call on the phone, and they have a like automated voice or whatever, which is always I hate it, and I just want to talk to a person. But when they try to make the person sound like a person, but you can mm-hmm. still tell it's a robot, like that. Maybe it's like that where they like programmed her to sigh, and sometimes somebody or her
0: it to sigh. That's when not better. Somebody or says, or no, someone they, you know, who's... sigh. <laughs> Maybe it's someone who's in a booth. Maybe it's Wizard of Ozing, and it's someone who's in a booth somewhere and you're like, this is my only job. I get to be a drone <laughs> like person like throughout the thing. Like, ooh, like, you know, I don't want to be, I'm not in a, a social person, so I don't want to be a curator in person, but I can do it through drone and they are just like actively working through the drone.
1: I love the hoops you're jumping through to try and make me feel comfortable, but no. <laughs> they got AI elevators. You know that drone is not some person in a booth.
2: Uh, it could be, though. It could be.
1: Mm-mm. mm-mm. It's the robots. Unless, it's unless, them robots. this
2: drone is a magical creature, but... I think
1: maybe. It's them robots having an emotional response <laughs> <laughs> to a child not wanting to do homework on her off day. I just... mm Don't like it.
2: Well, the rest of the lobby um, is covered in giant screens that show different experiments taking place at bureau facilities around the world. Um, each one has a couple of drones hovering by to answer any questions. Um, Amari finds a bench beneath a live feed of Brazilian researchers studying the growth rates of various grasses. Um, And it's right next to a darkened screen flashing the words outpost under repair due to recent attack. Um, And so she's like, it's not hard to guess why no one has chosen to sit there. Um, So eventually Elsie comes out. Amari, um, she like asks Amari what's wrong because, you know, was not expecting her. Um, and, um, so she explains, like, you know, I need to update the app. I was waiting for an important message. Um, and then Elsie's like, oh, really? From who? And now Mari's like, oh, shoot, I probably shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Which is if you're trying to, because she still hasn't, like, told Magician, or told Elsie about Magician Girl. Um, and so Elsie's like, it's cool. I should have set up the app to auto-update. Um. So she does that and then she ends up seeing one of her, the message and is like, who are you supposed to be meeting? So again, Can I stop you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Can I stop you before we get to this part? Because this is like a little bit off topic, but um, just to go back, Elsie finally comes out and (laughs) this is like the most heartbreaking sentence. Um, So she's surrounded by a huge group of junior researcher trainees And Amari says, they smile and laugh as they talk, and she looks so happy. It's the complete opposite of how I feel whenever I'm with the other junior agent trainees. Mm. And I just hate that for Amari, for the agent trainees who are so set and being terrible. Mm -hmm. And like, when you think about it, and I think there's something to like, the junior researchers being like, naturally curious and like, wanting to like, make breakthroughs or whatever. But you would think that Elsie would be having a kind of more similar experience to Amari because they're both kind of outcasts, right? Like, mm-hmm. no one wanted to room with Elsie because she's a wear dragon And so it wouldn't be out of the ordinary that, like, she's also being kind of marginalized or not being accepted in this group of junior researchers because she is other
3: right. Um
1: and it's just sad because it like sh- it it's a direct comparison of like mm-hmm. kids who are like yeah you're not like me but you're you know we're all experiencing the same thing and we're just right. gonna make it work
2: you're like we love the power. Like, you're- also, Elsie's like yeah. this genius inventor too, so it's like I'm sure that also boosts
0: her. They're probably you know. excited to engage with her because of yeah, but it could have been it could
1: have very it much ob- been like yeah, them being jealous because she's a gen- a genius inventor, right? Mm-hmm. Like she kind of has like a. A leg up in research um, and, like, scientific advancement because her mm-hmm. brain is just constantly inventing stuff. So, yeah, it just, like, I don't know. Um, it made me sad. And well, it also shows, it- to like, how much hate is, like, taught and how much the mob mentality really, like, affects kids because... Laura, like you said earlier, like has sick of fans, and like people don't really want to go against her and she's been taught to hate magicians and she's acting that out. And so then in the junior agent department, there are the people who either agree with her bigotry or just don't want to stand out and go against her publicly. So they are quiet, which doesn't help. Right. And then
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, the sense of like that not happening to Elsie just kind of shows like how much of that stuff is kind of taught and socialized and not a a natural given thing.
0: I think their departments are also the indicators and in that like the law enforcement is going to be the place where like is about enforcement of social rules and, and there the Van Helsing is a director and he is the enforcer of social rules and his daughter has a direct um line into his way of thinking which is enforcing the rule that magicians should be treated poorly because they're awful people. So it all just like is co- connected in that way whereas I feel like from what we've heard of the department of magical science um it doesn't seem like that's the case for them. They don't ha- they're not keeping themselves um limited by some sort co- of social limitation in that way. Um But I also think that, I don't know, it's interesting to know what the social order is among the trainees, like in their dorms, like for them to all like go against rooming with Elsie. I wonder how much of that was like during the first week, Um, Laura having that level of like enforcement among her peers, but not necessarily uh, within the departments as the departments break down.
1: Exactly, it's like, that's what I mean about like that hate and stuff being socialized is because Mm -hmm. like as soon as they get some distance from Laura and they don't have her, well one Laura is now focused on Amari in the way that she was focused probably on Elsie early on, Mm -hmm. but they don't have anyone like holding on to like we should ostracize this girl.
2: She's in the department. Yeah. 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 People suck. Pretty much. <laughs> um, Belgian included. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Um. so yeah, so Elsie's like, who are you supposed to be meeting? Amari snatches the phone to look for herself. Um, magician Girl has sent a message that says they should meet at 6pm in room 307 in the Vanderbilt Hotel. Elsie um, is like, you can't be thinking of meeting this girl. Um. And so... Amari, so in this moment, Amari, like, decides to just come clean, which I think is smart Smart. (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Um, There's, like, no, like, it honestly would have been worse if she had tried not to, especially if Elsie knew. Um, And I also like that she realizes, too, that she should, like, somebody should know where she's going. Um, and that but also Mari
0: is not a good liar so it's like she's not a good liar but
2: yeah she's not a good liar which she definitely needs to work on she's not good at sneaking um, and anytime she gets caught then she's kind of just like well there's that's that but again I'm like glad mm-hmm. that in this moment she's like actually it's smarter to tell somebody um, like you know her mom has taught her about the dangers of the internet which is good <laughs>
1: it also like made me think about how Unique, this is with like two girls. Sorry, because
3: (laughs) keep going. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) okay, so sorry, I had to like go back and de renaissance my brain so I could get back to my point. (laughs) This is, like, a thing that girls are kind of socialized to do um, in all contexts, not just in, like, a magical context, but, like, mm-hmm. I I was thinking about this in, in the terms of, like, it is very smart, but I also wonder if, like, these were two boys or if Amari was a boy, if they would, one, articulate the thought process behind it's smart to tell someone where I'm at in the way that Amari does it. Okay. Um, if it, And maybe it would just look or sound different. Um, or, or if they would even have that impulse or, if, or if like boy Amari would be like, no, I got to come up with a lie real quick.
2: Yeah.
0: Because that sense of danger is different. Or bravado. Like, if they're, I mean, it also would be like if Amari were a slightly different person. Like, if Amari reacted to fear and danger as like someone who's like always got to prove themselves, like she, like, her her need to prove herself hasn't like gotten to a point where she's like, I got to prove myself within my friends as well, even to Elsie. Like, I don't have, you know, like she's like not that person. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I also think she's like, as like, I mean, I don't know that I would call her, like, reckless 100%, but... More reckless than cautious. Yeah. And I think she, you know, she takes the opportunities that come to her when they come, and she's just like, I'm gonna do it. But she also, like you're saying, like, she's smart. She's she's not just, like, jumping in without thinking about it. Even if it's just to justify jumping in, you know what I mean? Like, even if it's just, you know, like even if it's just a justification for herself like she's still like doing that work i guess i think that's
0: why she held back that's why she didn't do well on the, or she didn't complete the course for the sky sprints is because she's someone who looks before she leaps mm-hmm. and the course is created for her to like have to get it through like that like impulse to look before she leaps mm-hmm. um but i do get what you're saying about socialization as women folk or you know, as the like how women are young women are taught to be become women um in the kind of like buddy system prepare for worst case scenario because it's not safe out here in the world for you to be by yourself um kind of thing whereas like um boys are kind of taught that they're entitled to the space of, of being by themselves and they need to prepare mm-hmm. to like be on their own and be able yeah. to handle themselves on their own um where, like whereas like, we are taught that but we're taught to, to go about it in a completely different way than like yeah. a lot of uh boys are like typically socialized too yeah I'm just thinking like as women
1: folk how many times have you had the thought if I'm gonna do this someone should know where I am
2: I mean that's the whole point if, of like having people <laughs> having your location
1: your location like, on and like the, literally like taking a picture or before l- you get a car yeah like
2: like, like it, I, I remember when like location tracking became like sharing became a thing and mm-hmm. at first I know like a lot of people were just like oh this could be bad like you know what I mean for certain reasons which it could be but also I mostly just use it to be like okay where is this person at cool okay yeah like that's it just to be and like only, it's, you know what else right. was, like I only share I
1: like I would never even think of sharing my location with someone that wasn't like close family yeah i'm like my mom like my a, sister a has a nice baby Robin me, has like, my i know location, you're expecting like,
0: me or whatever yeah, yeah, or, yeah or like, yeah, like
1: a, just a girlfriend who or a friend that i trust enough that is like if you know especially when i was living alone like
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you haven't heard from me and you know what i mean yeah. at that point i don't know if i lo- mean anytime
2: helps, my sister goes you know out like, i'd be like okay I I just occasionally check my phone. Like I know she's out; she's she's yeah. doing her thing. I just occasionally check my phone to be like, okay, cool, she's here, great, and like, and also yeah. being like, this is where she told me she was gonna be, like, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: so cool. You know what I mean? Like, or I recognize this place, so this makes sense. Um, yep. It's just like, yeah, you you. It's just, again, it's a thing that we've been socialized to do. Um,
0: is we're also socialized and because we're socialized to like, go for danger. I think that. Like, as we were naming the people that we probably give that information to, it was also mostly women. Yeah, um, exactly. And I feel like that's also because women are, like, also taught to have, like, the danger red alert signs. And so, if, like, oh, if I don't hear from this person by this time, I need to, like, check up on them because, mm-hmm. like, some red alert is something in danger. And it might not be. it must, Nine times out of ten, it's not that bad. Yeah. But, like, we Just were taught case. to have that warning signal. Yeah, well, and I think like... it's also like I don't know. I don't
1: trust that. Like, if let's say, um, Bayana's brother checked her little sister's location, if and she wasn't where she said she was going to be, if she if he would immediately have like, uh oh, or if he'd be like, ah, oh, she just changed her plans, and maybe she, right. you know what I mean? But and like sometimes I do. I feel like if like... Bayana checked, she might text like, "You good? Yeah. All right. Cool. Like it wouldn't be an immediate like red flag, but it would mm-hmm. be like." Let me just this see. isn't what we previously discussed, so let's see. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. It's just it's it's an, an interesting thing, especially given that he's a male, it's writ this is written by
0: a man. You know? They know the language, so why are they acting like we so weird? But as, I think my other thing is that's what I'm saying, like typically associated with women, because I'm like it's I feel like there's a lot of cautious people in general, regardless of yeah, gender. Absolutely. Um yeah, and it just cool. really it depends on like your level of like how anxious you are i think
2: probably (laughs) yeah there's definitely like a a, there's a what's the word it's like a um it's a intersection thank you (laughs) i'm like (laughs) nobody can see this except y'all two so you have to give me the word there's an intersection between like anxiety and like you know socialization and then they come together but they're they're there Um, cause yeah, I definitely, especially if I'm like, it's getting late and I'm about to go to sleep. I'd be like, Mm. "Mm." (laughs) like, should I worry or no? (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, okay, cool. Let's keep going. So, um, so yeah, so Amari explains to Elsie that Magician Girl says that she can tell her more about Moreau and and about being a magician. Um, and like part, she's like, I've been so in. Internally, she's like, she been, been so focused on finding her brother um, that she hasn't given much thought to her magic and how it works, which, you know, is important, especially if she's going to be in this world. She should know how to control that. Um, she, like, has Elsie promise that she won't tell anyone. Um, and Elsie's like, I don't know. There's probably a reason why Magician Girl is hiding from the bureau. What if she's Moreau's apprentice? Um, what if this is how they get to you? You could be walking into a trap. Um, And so then Amari goes, she told me she wasn't. And I'm not going to assume the worst because she's a magician. I'm one too, and I'm not bad. And so like, it's hard. There's like this like balance, I think here between like being smart and being compassionate or like being safe but, but also, also being, i think that this is
0: showing that amari has not seen enough stranger danger episodes that's, I'm like, I, and that's
2: the thing is like we were just talking about how she's so like cautious and then on the other hand she's still going right like there's not like I don't, I'm, So it's just like it's, well i think it's a matter of
1: it to me it's like the she. it's
2: like it, wanting it, to give the benefit of the doubt she's
0: so young that she's not like no, I don't think her age can be that, like, again, Stranger Danger episodes. Like, I was young and impressionable. I saw no Stranger Danger episodes. And also, I just distrust people. Like, yeah. if I don't know you, you're a stranger. Yeah, I'm but I think
1: is, like there's, like, a cynicism to that in a way where, like, I don't... Because Amari does, like, kind of have those inner turmoil of, like, I'm not going... I don't think it's fair, like her morals, especially with how she's been treated. I don't think it's fair to assign negative intention or like reasoning to this person just because they're a magician, because I don't like when people do that to me, right? But there is also, and I think that she's leaning too much on empathy of you're a magician, I'm a magician, and we're not bad just because everyone says we're bad and not leaning enough on Stranger danger, mm-hmm. cynicism, and the fact that like just because you said you're not Marosa Princess doesn't like, mean you lying. I don't, don't you ain't lying, know you. Don't it's know you, so right? easy
2: to lie. It's so easy to say. It's no, It's so I'm not. easy. <laughs> and but I think
1: that there's like I I do think that there's like this, and I I've fallen into this trap every once in a while too of this like wanting to believe the best in people, and so you will yourself to quiet down that like. stranger danger thing because you're like especially if you if you see some sort of similarity or empathy like or you have some empathy with the person you're like I'm always so cynical or I'm always so cautious and I don't want to assign the things that I feel are unfairly assigned to me to this person and I really 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 want it to be that this magician is a good person, and yeah. I'm going to just ignore everything else because I really, really, really want this thing, because then it reflects back my like hope for the world, you know I, I just say, and that part is where i'm like you're young because I think we all have that like i'm going to ignore. Or I, that impulse to ignore or to, like, lean into the goodness, lean into the positivity. But not when it comes to meeting
0: somebody from the no. internet. <laughs>
3: like, Absolutely not. I think,
0: okay, here's my thing. I think the cross-section here that is overriding the Stranger Danger, because she did have it initially when she first heard a magician girl with Elsie and they were talking about it. I think what's overriding that concern, not, along with the empathy, is honestly... Uh, desperation because she has mm-hmm. no friends, and Absolutely. if she was not feeling isolated, and that she only had Elsie, who was not in program with her and is not a magician and cannot give her like the ins and outs of being a magician, she wouldn't be desperate enough to let the like to override the fear muscle that she's like shown in other interactions with magician girl. Um, before her, because la- like the last time she um so, what magician girls said before she they started this arrangement to meet up was after she had been um, ostracized once again mm-hmm. by Lara and the training really. agents. So, I, again, I, I think I think desperation is like the, like too. is kind of like shutting off a part of her brain. Oh, definitely. that like would make her mm-hmm. be more wary because because like you're saying she wants it so much because she's desperate mm-hmm. like to get that to have
1: connection. Yeah, I, and I yeah. totally think like we know that. I think Magician Girl knows that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, as readers, we were like, please don't, please, Amari, please no. (laughs) Please stop. But because, like you said, like, she is so alone and cut off. And, like, this is, like, the thing with, like, how kids get radicalized and, like, mm-hmm. you know, how, like, the apprentices get radicalized and stuff like that. Like, we we kind of talked about it was like, if you make their mere existence a crime, where can they go? Right. Right? And, like, what else does that, who does that push you towards? Right? Yeah. And so it is scary because we do, like, we're seeing kind of what I assume other apprentices have probably felt like when they're constantly being... Or hearing about how terrible magicians are. And then they Mm -hmm. go looking for community. And someone who was going to like reassure them that they're not bad people.
0: Mm -hmm. The song that came to mind was, who can I run to?
2: Who can I run to? Sorry. To share this. I can't say it. We're not doing it. Cool.
1: Cool. It's it's not a music podcast. I mean. You're welcome.
2: It turned into that a little bit towards the end of the last iteration, <laughs> but I get it. You're right. We're reading something interesting. Um, So <laughs> um, so yeah, so Elsie is like <laughs> but then um, Elsie's like, we're assuming she, ever, she even is a magician. There's probably a lot of bad guys who wouldn't mind using you for revenge um, since they can't get your hand, their hands on your brother which is another good point. Just because you say Ooh. you're a magician don't mean you really about that life. Um, so Amari's like, there's no way really for, like, really she's like, she's realizing like the mystery person could be lying about anything, but she thinks she has to at least try and she can't be that bad if she wants to meet so close to the bureau. Um, and Elsie's like, maybe I should come with you. Um, but Amari's like, you're the only person who knows. So if you're right and I don't come back, somebody has to let people know where I went, which again, smart. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just, she's, she's trying to like... Make it safe enough knowing that this is
0: just not a safe,
2: like, situation, and also
0: trying to ease Elsie's mind. And, like, I am thinking about the danger in this, right?
2: Here's the plan. (laughs) So, you know what? She's trying to ease her, it's like her anxiety, Elsie's anxiety. She also knows she can't bring Elsie with her, so it's just a lot of different,
3: yeah.
1: But I also think, too, like, she says, like, I'll be as careful as I can, like, she knows, too, like, what you were saying, like, she doesn't she doesn't have very many outlets or options. And so like we, like we said, Amari is on a mission to figure out what's going on with her brother to figure out. And she, and she knows now after meeting Moreau that Moreau is involved and, and being a magician is like her in. And like, now we're get now we're at this intersection of meeting this person will help me in my quest to find my brother, but will also help me, understand more about who I am and what's going on with magician kind. And so I understand that it's risky, but like the alternative is that I don't learn anything else or learn anything new. So I take the risk and I'll take it in as careful a way as I can, but I'm like, I I'm going to take the risk. And, uh, it's very brave of her. It wouldn't be me, but we, I was gone day one. so. (laughs) You know, I'd be like, I'd be sitting here like ignorance, bliss, <laughs> ostrich sand.
0: Yep,
3: mm-hmm.
1: ignorance Avoidance. would be your
0: actual best friend, uh, paramour. That would be you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm like saluting. Like people can see, like the, like <laughs> I haven't been
1: podcasting for damn near a decade.
0: Um, <laughs> but you've also been podcasting visually as well, so you this can't is true. discredit that.
1: Yes, but yeah, I you know I always tell people like avoidance
0: works. That is like so sorry my to the type To a T, I'm a, I'm an avoidance personality type. Ooh. Like what? You mean I could not do the
1: thing that scares me? <laughs> let's try that. Let's try. Let's. Oh, nothing will get solved, but I'm not doing the thing that scares. Okay, let's. Well, let's let's give it a go. Okay, <laughs> let's see.
2: Just give it a whirl. Just give it a whirl. <laughs>
1: Black Magical History Month is nearly over, but that doesn't mean the magic stops here. We have a whole year planned, jam-packed with fantastical book reviews, new podcast drops, fandom coalition work, and of course, more Amari.
2: And that's all thanks to our BNC baddies over on Patreon. At any tier, baddies get cool perks like monthly live streams, behind the scenes, and bonus content.
0: If you want to help us on our mission to advocate and contribute to meaningful representation in media for black folks all year round. Become a baddie today at patreon.com/slash black Create.
2: The first trial is tomorrow, so they are doing something called supernatural immersion. Um which Elsie described as supernatural entity show and tell, which does not really give uh, Amari much to go on. But so she's the first to get to class. Um, so she sits near, sits near the front, but then the other trainees come in and none of them want to sit next to her. So there's essentially like her sitting in the front of the class and then this whole like ring of empty seats around her. Um, and then other kids sitting either on desks or like going so far as to sit on the floor, which I just feel like childish It's very
1: like
2: but like like, it's so unnecessary like just sit like you know y'all have been in the same places with her all this time like now all of a sudden um and like but i
1: also feel like to me it's like i am not prioritizing ostracizing someone over my own comfort and I don't like, know I don't I'm a not on on the floor. Floor. if it's a seat like you I'm gonna sit on the floor to make okay, you feel especially bad. If I'm yourself?
0: wearing cute clothes like why would I ever uh, one why would I ever sit on the floor? But two if I'm wearing cute clothes why would I sit on the floor over an I open mean, seat? Like what is that?
2: I mean it is though very uh true to life like Is it special yes bigots oh my god white people like, it was one of oh, the things I yes, learned yes, about, like, yes, pretty reading. Yes. It occurred to me, like, right at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, oh, white people don't care if they suffer as long as people of color and Black people specifically are suffering too. That's crazy. Like, that's that's crazy. Is. Like, I,
1: literally, as soon as you said <laughs> white people, I was like, oh, you're right. I was just thinking <laughs> about myself in that moment. I was yeah. like, that is I not would, true to life. I
2: would not. I, I would just, absolutely not. But, like, folks generally... No like if yeah, they're committed no, right. to if they're committed, committed yeah. to being nasty
0: <laughs> then they will, they will take it I thought you were talking about it the other way about the way that like white folk generally are more open into sitting on the floors like they just like to sit <laughs> oh no that's not what I meant <laughs>
2: no that's not
0: what i meant hey i love sitting on the floor yeah i appreciate sitting on the floor floor.
2: sometimes but it depends
0: as i've gotten older no
2: yeah after i hurt my knee not not as much before that though i used to love sitting on the floor
0: um sometimes there'd just be moments where i'm
2: like like there'd be moments where we would record and i would just sit on the floor because i didn't feel like sitting you know what i mean in a chair but now no it's not comfortable
1: I will make people uncomfortable sometimes because I'll be, like, on the floor and, like, do you want a chair? And I'm like, no, I'm good here. But I do know if I'm going to, like, a lecture yeah, in a lecture yeah. hall, like, chair. the chairs aren't even comfortable. I know the floor ain't. Yeah. That's insane. And, like, how many people, like, at that point we're thinking how many people have walked through here? Mm-hmm. How many magical supernatural creatures have dripped, drooled, fat <laughs> spewed? Was you know what I mean? How often is this cleaned? It's too many unknowns, and so a chair. is going to be where I'm at, unless like I literally do not have a choice. But if there is like I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting on a chair because we're trying to make this girl feel bad. Mm. No, Mm-mm.
2: I ain't got nothing to do with me. So she,
1: so she's feeling comfortable and socially distant.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, like I know, place- I know that there's no COVID in this story, but. <laughs>
0: I'm, already I'm better thinking than about, me because like at, at that point, I'm like, shoot, let me park my feet up on one of these chairs. Exactly. Like, I'm going to spread Do out. You know what I was
1: thinking about was like, you know, when you get on a plane and you're like, God, who am I going to sit next to? You? Am I going to sit next to you? And then every once in a while, you'll get like the road to yourself. And you're just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, oh, and right. you're like, don't even know how to act. Like, I could sit this way. Exactly. My foot up. And, just, <laughs> and you end up just sitting normally yep. most of the time. But, but at the first you're like, wait a second.
2: <laughs> Like, <laughs> do, I wanna, do I want to? Do I want to sit in the middle now? Like maybe
0: it's the middle, of the right?
2: Flight. I want to. Let me just move over because I can. Am
0: I gonna want to take a nap? Maybe I'll pull up both of those armrests and clean. Yeah. That time you drove me to the airport, I got the whole road to myself in a three seater back to New York from California, yeah. and I was. It was. I think it was a red eye, and I was knocked out. The yeah. um, one of the lean. flight attendants gave me a blanket. I was laid out across all three of those seats, <laughs> and I was just having a good old time. And then I was. I was so knocked out. That like I, f- I remember her like um asking if I wanted a blanket, saying yes, getting the blanket, and then like at one point if we were like about <laughs> to disembark and she was like, Oh, like d- the blanket, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's great. Like I didn't even I don't remember what she was saying about the blanket. Um, only to realize later that I was like, I was supposed to pay for the blanket, but I didn't. I just like <laughs> that <out>. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I got Are this whole rest come- of myself. Oh no, it's it's okay. <laughs>
1: Um, but Amari is twelve, and so that hit her differently,
2: and she yeah. didn't really appreciate yeah. what, what the universe was having giving all her, <laughs>
3: having
2: all that space. Um. So Dylan and Lara are the last to come in. Um. At the sight of Amari sitting alone, Lara shoots her a smirk. Um. They're both about to sit on the floor with the rest of the legacy kids when Dylan stops, turns around, and comes to sit next to her. Um,
1: Dylan said, "You know what? My back it's hurts. A perfectly good I seat here. I just don't. It's a good seat." Listen, Laura, I know you got beef for reason. No, but, but Laura shooting understand. a smirk
0: at Amari was, like... Because, like, what the what the kids basically showed Laura was, like, even without her in the room, her their fear of her and her level of, like, social enforcement is such a, mm-hmm. uh, like, steep hill mm-hmm. to climb. They're not willing to even try it when she's not even in the room. So she knows she has a handle on them kids. And she's happy about it. She loves mm-hmm. it.
2: Mm-hmm. And then my thing is the fact that, like... Uh, so this dude named senior agent cozy comes in he doesn't say anything like he's not like y'all dripping, get sitting in the dang seats he's just like let's move on let's go
0: yeah um, not even in the way I, of like everybody's get up to the front so y'all can see well like not even like that like literally i like, feel like though my reading on cozy was
1: like he's like i'm just here he's filling so, in for fiona um, for sure he so. like he comes in and is like all right let's like you only told me to tell you this one thing and was, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it pushing. Um, so I don't know. Like, sometimes I wonder about that. Like, I like to think that I would be the kind of adult that would, like, call out that stuff.
2: I would at least say something like, but the not way I don't be paying attention
1: to your children, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I just need y'all to know this because I just I just watched a child for two days and um, love her to death really you know hope that she is safe healthy happy her whole the, the all of her days feel that way about the the majority of the children in my life do it yeah i you no, know, yeah i feel that way about the majority of the children in my life. <laughs> and and yet and still twice i lost this girl she is one years old i looked at i
2: looked at, said in the house oh, I damn, where'd you where'd you go <laughs>
1: And I just started screaming, and then she popped her. Cause she would go outside. I didn't say she could go outside. We had a whole uh-uh. talk about it. She's like, Luna went outside. I said, There's a pool out there. You don't go out there unless I'm out there. Oh she lies.
3: Is but your name Luna? True. No, if your name similar. is not Luna.
1: <laughs> so basically, point of story. I, I don't think I don't think Agent Cozy even noticed. I don't think he. Mm. I don't think he was clocking that there was a of dearth of seats around Amari and that was done for a reason. I think he was just like, I got lunch after this, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is not a school. No, it's a summer camp. It's not out of work. It's but a also, work placement. It's a
2: work yeah, it is. <laughs> it's you're right. Um So, okay, there will, um, so one thing before they start, he, um, passed on a message that there will be a sleep-in, um, in the training rooms tonight, uh, with the goal of fostering camaraderie in the midst of competition, um, which sounds like a terrible, like, I mean, okay, it sounds like it could be fun, so, like, I remember, um, we did a sleepover at our school when I was in, like, seventh grade, um, and that was fun. For Amari, that sounds horrible because clearly, as you mm-hmm. can see, anybody trying to hang out with her. So, like, it actually sounds, like, not fun at all in this context.
0: And because it's Agent Fiona, like, who's organizing it, it sounds like something that she specifically thought would be helpful to Amari. And it's like, I, I don't think this is going to go the way you want it to go. This is not going to And go. two, yeah. it's also, it also punctuates how badly cozy is in like doing facilitation for this group because he has his direct note from fiona about fostering camaraderie and then he see like he but it's very clear to see that there's a lack of camaraderie specifically mm-hmm. around this one person and uh, like if he just put the two together as a thought perhaps
1: uh, but he got lunch plans okay
0: <laughs> so let's but my thing up. is that like Although it is a work placement, like do you not like if fostering camaraderie is a component of the training, not only because of how Fiona's seen the dynamics play out currently, but also because like you want camaraderie across across your department once mm-hmm. you're actually like having the job to an extent. So it's like it should be on his mind somewhat. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I just he's... think that y'all like are overestimating. A dude
2: nine to five, cozy? clock in, clock out. A guy, I get it. A a how Co- much cozy or cares? just a guy named Cozy.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like
2: this
0: is He's perpetually cozy no matter what happens. So he's comfortable
2: Listen. in his skin.
0: He is comfortable in his skin. <laughs> <laughs> about about <laughs> cozy with who he is. <laughs> he loves himself,
1: goddamn. Yeah. That's the rest of it is y'all problem. That's, that's a the, you problem.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um so we're Starting supernatural immersion, um, which is used to get the trainees used to being around like other supernatural entities. Um, So so Cozy explains that their first guest got spooked and canceled after the most recent attack on the Bureau, but Cozy called in a favor and he's like, do I have a treat for you? Um, So he dims the lights, shouts and shrieks go up as a pitch black puddle slinks across the floor into the center of the room. Amari jumps in her seat as it passes in front of her desk. Billy Pogo goes red and points a shaking finger. I know what that is. It's a boogeyman. Had one under my bed for years. Um so the shadowy shape of a woman emerges from the puddle, her glowing white eyes searching the
0: room. Boogie person. <laughs> That is a that is a deep cut from Don't Look Under the Bed Decom from the early 1000s Mm-hmm. Deep um, cut, because I don't know. Um
1: I do love though the like Ugh, never mind. Keep going. I don't wanna I don't want to.
2: Oh <laughs> Okay. Um so yeah, so Cozy is like, isn't she grand? Well, class, here's your chance. Immerse yourself in this experience. Have a listen to her story. Um, Which, like, anybody says, immerse yourself, I just feel like it takes you out, but that's might just be me. Um, So, the boogie person tells, um, or talks about her kind. They reside in deep, dark shadows of sketchy places. Um, They uh, are allowed to scare and harass people if they wander someplace generally acknowledged to be spooky. So graveyards, abandoned mansions, dark caves, underbeds. Um as long as um the area has a permission to terrorize zoning permit from the department of supernatural licenses and records, which I think is,
0: I want to be that person. (laughs) Like I, like part of me just really wants to see the the protocol and process behind, how do you get a permit to terrorize?
2: How do you decide like what, where is acceptable? I mean, I kind of get it in some places in, in on the one hand, like, like the examples, like places that are generally acknowledged to be spooky. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I wonder if there's, like, a line somewhere or if there's, like, a moment where it's, like, I don't know, like, it could go either way. You know what I mean? Like, it's just very interesting. Like, if it's a
0: historical, historically preserved place, however, it has a decent amount of, like, visitors. So, it's, like, it's kind of a public historical place. However... Maybe the, your family was the family that originally owned the place, so you're like, hey, I have, like, domain, uh, domain like on my side, mm-hmm. so I should be able to uh, be the person who haunts the place or whatever. I don't know. It just sounds like a fun process to, like, walk through and see what's happening on the other side. Yeah. And who gets to put the stamp on it? Like, it would be fun to be the person, like, I'm giving them permission. So t- <laughs> <laughs> I feel
1: like... I don't know i think that i've been thinking i I, well i'm thinking of it as what like you said what makes something generally spooky but like i so i've always really liked like dark closed spaces like i would like to like i love to read in my closet i love to like like cozy down and like like small spaces, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But I think of those places generally as like cozy. Like I would make like forts and stuff and it would be dark. The walls would be closed in. You know, it's like a cocoon, I guess. But what if my definition of like, this is a really good cocoon spot, a good like, I just want to be alone and feel like hugged. Mm Mm-hmm porsches in the department of licenses and, re- and being like <laughs> spooky because like where am i supposed to go do you know what i mean do you guys know what i you know what i mean with the like i feel like you put on like... you know like the ooties you put on the ootie and mm-hmm. you're like well ooties aren't generally spooky well right. okay but like what i'm saying is like but do you know that feeling that you get are like with like weighted blankets i don't know if this is just my like neurodivergent self but it's like that but like in a Bigger, sp- like, you know what I? Mm. You, I, I get what you, you're saying. You, I understand what you're looking sometimes. for because
0: you've you've discussed it multiple times. But I'm, what I'm saying is, I don't know from how it's described. It kind of sounds like Monsters Inc. in the closet, like every kid I
3: mean,
1: I that's assigned a
0: mon- like. Not every kid is a is assigned a monster in the closet. However, there are kids who are chosen who dig get monsters in the closet. So you're not guaranteed to have your cozy space invaded because you may not be assigned a monster.
1: Okay, well, I mean, I'm no longer a child and we go to find out that, like...
0: But if you were a child... Either, no, I'm just saying, like, we closet, find out later
1: that, like, ch- children are more apt to to these spooky things because they are just... They have the imagination for it. Um, But if this was real life... And I was a child. I would appreciate it if you would not zone my spaces.
0: But again, we like, we don't know what the protocols are, so I feel mm. like there's probably some a provision or so for those sort of things
1: for neurodivergent kids who like to nest,
0: or like generally like like the parameters of like which spaces are considered uh like prime places, and like what you have to what special circumstances you have to go into yeah. to like go into the private spaces or something. Okay,
1: like graveyard, sure, yes, we've all seen Buffy, but mm-hmm. my closet, my under my bed.
2: I mean, what about if I'm just playing trying to play hide and seek? No, I feel like it's also just at night, you know. Personally speaking, as somebody who does not go to bed with their door with their closet door open during the day, my door, my closet door is open right now. Like, who cares? But at night, Shit got to be shut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay. Oh, so it makes Amari wonder, um, if that's the reason why Quentin warned her about taking a shortcut through the creepy junkyard that's down the street from their apartment. Um, yes, which, yeah, most likely, definitely. <laughs> um, among other reasons, but like, yeah. Um, so Billy Pogo asks the boogie person if. Um, she's related to, um, basically the one that he was being terrorized by, and it turns out they're cousins. Um, Here's my thing about touches. Billy Pogo
0: and his and his haunting uh, by the boogie person, because they say that um, if there's a, allowed to scare and harass people, unsuspecting people, if they wander somewhere generally acknowledged to be spooky, and like. Re- they typically reside, her kind specifically reside in the deep, dark corners of sketchy places. So Billy Pogo's under his bed must be particularly sketchy. Like that boy has not cleaned under there for decades. <laughs> for him to be having like a regular inhabitant under his bed. Yeah. I'm not trying sure to victim blame, but it sounds oh, like blame. the boy needs to clean under his bed is what I'm hearing. I also
1: just want to like. Note again how much Amari and I are not the same because she literally described this place as the creepy junkyard and we wanted to know why Quentin go said there. don't like nah. take a shortcut through the place called the, the creepy, creepy junkyard. junkyard. Like, the at hell, night, the We're question,
0: night. the answer is in the question. <laughs> and I know I'm not like I'm, I am, I am a, a scared of the, the many things I am not the bravest however because um, I will, I am a person of like if it's going to get me somewhere quicker I don't think about it too hard I'm going to rush through real quick and get where I need to go um, however I am clumsy enough that I would never want to walk through a junkyard at night because there's no telling what I'm going to get caught on Didn't and fall and killed? hurt myself yeah. on because I am a mess I'm already
1: late, so you know I'm not
0: running the risk of tetanus because I'm trying to cut a shortcut. Like I'm, it's fine. I'm gonna just go where the sidewalk is. It's fine.
3: Yeah, Yeah. not the same. We live in different lives. Also, Billy Pogo, have
1: some decorum. Why are you just like clean under your bed, Billy Pogo? Not just clean under your bed, but like it just feels like. It turns out that they're cousins, and that's great. But didn't this not just have like a, oh you're black and you're from this
0: place? Do you know this other person
3: <laughs>
1: who's also yes. black from
0: this place? Yeah. But he also gave his whole full address. And I'm like like that's why I thought you're talking about his decorum. Like, he, like none of these kids are trying to do stranger danger at all. Like, no, what is going on? Care. I can't. But yeah. Um so it's we like, find it it's out, worked
1: out for you that they're cousins, but that could have been, you know, really,
2: yeah, it could have gone a different way. It um, could have gone a different way. We find out that boogie people do this just in general because they eat fear, um, which, uh, you know, good for them, I guess. Apparently, it might taste like chicken, but she doesn't know that for to be sure,
0: because she's never had chicken before, um. Is it chicken because I'm, the kids are chicken? Like, it's because they're, like, they're being chicken they're <laughs> scared. No, I thought of it just go. as, like,
1: the black joke of, like, everything tastes like For, chicken. Yeah, chicken yeah, yeah I thought it. Something. I think but it was, like, a
0: double entendre, like, double it entendre. tastes like chicken, but also, like, you're a chicken. You're not chicken. In in
2: that chicken.
0: That moment. That's funny. I love that. Um,
1: um, I was also thinking, too, though, like, Mom- this was giving, um, I I think it's supposed to just give everyone monsters Inc. kind of vibes, because that's what it is. But, like, I was thinking about how, like, they eat fear is actually a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Of if you think about like getting rid of something, right? Like I see this scary thing and I'm scared and then they eat my fear and then I'm no longer scared. But that's really not how it goes.
0: No, I think it just brings,
2: I think they because they stay so just more scared, yeah. and they the most po- the more potent feast. your fear it's is, the better
0: <laughs> it is for them. So like they yeah. would rather stay around a potent, imaginative, fearing person than like just take it. It's not taking it away; it's just like gowling it up so get the yeah. best mm-hmm. level of. Fear. But I was just thinking
1: about because you know, like the uh, spoiler alert for a movie that came out twenty-some years ago. But they find out in Monsters Inc. Like, oh. It's actually, like, I, in, in Monsters, think, I guess, fear doesn't, they don't eat it, but it helps power. It's, like, their source of mm-hmm. energy. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, oh, laughter is actually even better, and, like, joy. Um, you know, so uh-huh. they go green, as you would. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just, like... Have you ever tried to eat joy, this boogie person?
2: Maybe it tastes different. Maybe maybe both. Right. You know, just like diversity. You know variety, what I mean? Maybe it palate. tastes like lamb.
1: <laughs> maybe it tastes
2: like salmon. You know, salmon. My
1: it it's a high. It's a good. It's a good fatty acid. You know what I mean? Good fat.
0: I also want to wow. say that when I again songs when I hear the monsters are eating fears, I hear the Nicki Minaj verse from Monster. And it's like first thing, first I'll eat your brains. Like it's like that's what I'm getting from eating the fears. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I
1: have the freaks come out at night. It's stuck in my head because Biana said <laughs> they the come,
2: out at, come out at night. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of playlists happening in this uh, episode. Um, so yes, yeah, so when we find out that they mostly go for children because adults don't fear us like they used to. Um, they're if they hear something on the bed, they're grabbing a flashlight to have a look. Not me um but <laughs> children are far more I mean, likely like, uh, to let their imaginations run wild. literally if I hear a thump I'm like said. leaving I'm like yeah, I don't but, need to know what's like happening it's like black I'm out
1: intellectual curiosity has been the
0: the, no. the worst thing that's ever something's happened something's under my someone. bed
2: okay that's your bed now like <laughs> I
0: feel like it's like the black reaction video <laughs> that was going around like a couple of years ago but it's still it's still relevant um, especially on TikTok, was like you, why people hear a noise and they just like look around and they wait and see if there's yeah. another noise. <laughs> it
2: like, might occasionally be like, not today. You know what I mean? Like, right. if, you, if, it, if you're if you like, all right, ghosty, like I hear you, right. but stay over there. Leave me alone. Like, like but that's it. We don't don't we that. in my
1: fridge for a long time and we just have to learn how to coexist. Yeah, like, sometimes look, it's like, the sometimes rent is, it's the like rent is just, too high. Yeah. <laughs> so you sometimes just don't, you have don't have to chill. leave
2: as long as it's benign and you're just like, all right
0: cool
2: for right. you mm-hmm.
1: sometimes you just be too tired like, You'd be like look I, I just told him I said listen here ghost in the fridge I, I want to let you have it but I, it took me so long to find this place it's rent controlled I'm in Oakland like we just gonna have to we gonna have to coexist yeah I'm gonna I'm a leave you to you I'm gonna order DoorDash tonight you know
0: <laughs> it'd be like gurgle 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 and I'd be like alright Uber Eats let's do this? <laughs> That's why it's like one of us is paying rent for here and the other and one is not. Is so we gotta figure this out. Like, like you know no right like, it's you know, I would gladly pay
1: rent somewhere else, but I where? Yeah. <laughs> you know?
2: Exactly. And is it rent
1: controlled? are is it dog friendly? I'm we just gonna have to work it out.
2: Yeah. Co-exists, Either that or you got it and I'm out. <laughs> like but not, it, I'm looking. How bad it is. I'm it how to bad. Like, yeah, but I'm not like actively going to look to see what's going we're not on. Like, I don't need to know. Mm-mm. I don't need to know. Mm-mm. It's not Mm-mm. that deep. Mm-mm.
0: I'll have my it's conversation with
2: you from the other room. I'm gonna be like, You good? Right.
0: You good? <laughs> it's never that serious. It's never no. serious enough to investigate. It's never it's it's
2: for never. what? No. I'm glad no, we're no. all on the
1: same page here. <laughs>
2: So um, then Lara has a question um, that's actually more of a statement, (sighs) which is just like, please go away. Um, So she's like, says here that boogie people date back to um, the war with the Night Brothers. Um, And the boogie person's like, we don't really talk about those days. It was dark times and such. Um, But Lara keeps reading. It's believed the boogie people were created by the Night Brothers and sent into camps of of enemy armies to terrify them in the night, um, which resulted in the armies being drowsy and sluggish on the battlefield. Um, and she's like such a scandalous beginning for your kind. Um, agent cozy is like, chill. This is our guest. Like, this is not relevant. Um, but then Laura, of course, then takes that opportunity to, you know, single out Amari again. Um, it's like, there's a magician right here.
1: Obsessed with me. Literally. I
2: want to know. um, she's like don't you recognize one of your masters and so then the boogie person sniffs the air looks at Amari drops to her knees and says apologies my lady I didn't recognize you so I'm just like this is a child like why are we doing this Mm -hmm. um and Amari's like you don't have to bow please stand up um the boogie person is terrified at this point is like us boogie folk know what you magicians are planning we don't want any part in it please don't force us I'm begging you um Amari's she like, is like man, not.
1: this is a Wendy's. But then she controls. but then she goes,
2: Do you mean Moreau? Because like she don't know how to just like sometimes
0: she just needs to Keep that curiosity brain. Brain. that button on her brain to keep the curiosity part from just oh! coming out. If she don't have it, it's malfunctioning. She, she don't, don't have it.
2: it. <laughs> um and then the boogie person's like, please just leave us be. The lights flicker, and then she fades into the shadows. Um which of course makes Amari like Terrified, or and also just like sick, like, is this what people think of us? Um, and so the rest of the tradies just stare at her, and she so you know, Laura
0: succeeded. Mission accomplished by Mm -hmm. Laura, being the worst person ever. Yeah,
1: I do want to point out though (laughs) that Laura was being terrible and also yet politically correct. She was like, as a boogie, as boogie people. Uh, Let me respect your pronouns
3: while
0: I also bully. uh. But no, it's very. But it's always it's also very unbrand for Lara to be like ready to come up with like a hierarchical reason to like put Mm -hmm. someone down. Because again, if Lara had the ability to be like people gonna bow down in front of me because just because who I am, she would do it. And that's Mm -hmm. what basically what the kids were doing by not sitting beside Amari this whole time. Mm -hmm. So she's using what she knows is Amari's innate need to not be seen against her, whereas she would revel. I mean, like, I don't even know these grown magical beings, and they're afraid of me, and I cherish it. Like, she's using that against Amari that she does not like being a center of attention. And the yeah. more that Amari shows that, the more power Lara has over Amari. Yeah, I don't like this girl. You no. Know. Nope.
2: But speaking of girls that we do like, um, Elsie is like, you're gonna have to let me take the elevator with you to this meeting. Like, I'm not gonna go all the way there with Mm -hmm. you, but I at least need to accompany you, which, um, again, friendship. Um, Also, with her help, Amari knows to take the elevator known as Mischief, um, that is known for pranking kids with out-of-order signs and self-destruct countdowns and and has a willingness to assist in any type of general rule-breaking. So as they're going... Up through the Bureau, Mischief is like, I'm helping a real-life magician escape. It's my crowning achievement. So. Relax.
0: It's having a great time. No stealth. Um, <laughs> that, like, Mischief is like Amari with no stealth. Like, but I, I guess tight. I
2: assume you can't hear them when, like, you can only hear the elevators talking when, like,
0: the doors are open. If but, like, like if you're it's, there, it's, it's ready there. to share with other people that, like.
2: Well, no, all- only they're in there. Like, it's, they're. I mean, I don't know. It can I can't tell if like mischief is Cause it says they're willing to assist in rule breaking, so then I assume that means that they're not gonna snitch. No. Nah. I don't know. But I don't think they said mischief just, maybe that not. like they're gonna assist yeah.
0: and then they're gonna in- say continue say something the later by yeah. getting you in trouble.
2: Yeah. But maybe. also this
0: is the this is the elevator's crowning achievement. Why would they not brag about That's true. assisting a magician? that's true yeah they could like not get you in
1: trouble but like then brag to the next rule breaker like right oh like, you're doing this you well, one time I helped kind of uh, like lord <laughs> uh, mm-hmm.
2: lord lift <laughs> mm-hmm. do you know who I am do you know who I've carried in, in this uh, shaft or whatever it sounded really bad that's but shaft. y'all know what I mean <laughs> the shaft is
1: the shaft well is through the... like up
2: this it doesn't matter we're gonna keep going we're gonna move on Um, okay. anyway <laughs> um so amari tells elsie that if she doesn't come back she has permission to add her moonstone badge to her vanquish collection um but elsie is like you can joke but i can literally see how worried you are so chill um so they now are in vanderbilt hotel the um elevator opens into an empty hotel room because, again, like, the bureau is secret, so it's not just going to open up in the regular, like, elevator um, area. Shaft.
0: Yeah. Okay, no, but also, elevator, the elevator like the says, yeah, as Amari like the- comes out... Elevator bank. Yes. Magician on the loose. Yes. Just shouting it. Because i don't know this is excited. the thing
1: that i don't know about that that i was worried about is like they're in the vanderbilt hotel now they're not in the like bureau part of the because the bureau is yeah. underneath the hotel um it's like do normal people
2: can they hear the elevator? i assume this room is never used
1: yeah
0: because like, i feel like
1: i couldn't tell if it was like a joke that like the elevator was trying to like mischief was like
0: messing with him you home. know when it's
1: like Someone's it's like, some, "Hey, sh- can I tell you a secret?" And
2: you're like, "You want to tell me a secret?" And right. but you know,
1: you're just like joking with them.
2: Yeah, it definitely felt like they were just excited, and not necessarily yeah. trying to snitch in this situation.
0: Again, not to say that it wouldn't snitch later.
3: Um, well, never but so, also, like, I'm
0: not saying that it's like maybe it's not being maliciously snitching, but because of his excitement, it just can't help yeah, itself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um.
2: So then, um. Elsie uh, leaves back with mischief and Amari goes over to room 307. She knocks, um, but then it's the door behind her that clicks open. Um, there, She turns around, she sees a tall, pink-haired girl leaning into the hallway. Tattoos cover her arms. Uh, and she says, hurry before anyone sees. So she follows the girl into room 308, which, honestly, is kind of smart if you're trying to be stealthy. stealthy. Um <clears throat> and so she, the girl is like you came alone right and nobody followed you um Amari's like yeah we're good um and then the pink haired girl says good she drops a do not disturb sign on the doorknob shuts the door and then she says i'm going to show you something but you have to promise not to freak out okay um and amari's like, Which uh, is like
1: the right way to make me freak
2: out <laughs> amari's like you could just tell me what you're about to do uh but the girl says it's better if i just show you slowly the girl raises her right hand as it passes in front of her face she whispers something that sounds like misspell um her face begins to blur as though somebody went at it with a giant eraser which is terrifying of all the like now what was that one episode it was like doctor who i don't really love that episode that much but like that one with the face tvs and they're eating the faces
1: oh that like eat them
2: huh
1: yeah, it the like was in 10
2: with the Yeah, yep. Um
1: ten Olympics.
2: Yep. Yeah. I don't think it was the yeah. Olympics. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it was. Maybe it was. There were two Olympics. Everyone got the in ten. Or no,
1: no 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 no. No 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 it wasn't. It was the Jubilee. It was the Jubilee. jubilee.
2: hmm Anyway. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of that. Anytime somebody doesn't have a face, it's really not uh worth not long. a good time. Um so the blurry-faced girl tilts her head and lets out the creepiest laugh. It sounds like multiple people are laughing at once, and I'm just like, Mount. why?" <laughs> so is Amari. She turns and dashes for the door, but then um, the girl says, "Wait. Amari knows that voice. She turns and feels her jaw drop open, and that's where we end. Why the laugh? It's this is
0: one of those
2: Like What is the um, reason for the laugh?:
0: The laugh give <laughs> witch cackle. It did,
2: yeah. and I'm just like, but if you're trying to, like, meet somebody, and you, like, uh, presumably want to talk to them, while you have no face, let's not, let's not do that, you know?
1: Yeah. This is one of those things, too, where I'm like, I think it's also because of the way, I, I'm, in my book, this page ends on the left side, so you can see yeah. in the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Where I'd be like, don't don't BS me with this cliffhanger nonsense, because you know what I'm it's a good print.
2: cliffhanger. It yeah, it's, it's definitely a great like cliffhanger. cliffhanger of the book. But also, it's like the book printing. <laughs> but also, like
0: if we were reading this regularly, we'd just keep going. I exactly but, that's you, what we've I'm saying. Like about I, that, the pacing of this book is like outstanding for just getting through the book. Like it really yeah. does lend itself to like you're gonna you're gonna if you're gonna pick up this book, you're gonna read this book. Like you're yeah, just gonna yeah. keep You're not gonna this. you're not gonna
2: stop and like.
1: And I just was like, you know, we do this in batches or whatever, but like, I literally got hit that last sentence and I looked over to the next page and I said, you, you tried it, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm going to find out, I don't care if Amari's jaw is dropping, who is it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who it is? (laughs) So, um, all right, cool. So real quick. Before we get an MP- MVP and bench, what we-, we want to know from y'all it'll be the question for this week and next week. Who is the like? or I'm sorry. Would you go meet Magician Girl? Like, if it was you in the situation, would you go meet her, and why or why not? I think all of us have said no.
0: But can I can I tell and you? Feel free to tell us as like your uh, your current self, probably an adult. Versus your right. Amari age, 11 year, 12 year old self. Here right. Because that could be different answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Can I tell you that, like, I would like to believe that 11, 12 year old Robin would not go? And I genuinely do believe that she wouldn't. But I think I would have done, like, an Elsie. So I did this at a big age where, like, someone invited me to a party. I said, yes, I really wanted to go. And I literally got to the door, rang the doorbell. She said, okay, I'm coming down. And in between that and her coming down to open the door, my anxiety got so high that I left. And I call, I texted her. I was like, sorry, I couldn't. I, I left. I left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And she's like, I'm outside. No, no <sighs> I had to go. I had to go. And so I feel like 11, 12-year-old Robin would have like been giving myself a pep talk and I'd have got up on the elevator and I'd have got right to where mischief is like magician on the loose and i'm like you know what (laughs) no right this is mm -mm, turn around take me back Uh, adult robin is it's a it's definitely it's a no for me dog um like curiosity, you would have to
2: kill me. But I think magician girl would just have to try a different tactic and be been like, "You gonna have yeah. to come, come beat me. How about that? Like, how about you just yeah?" Or like, you know, like I to... would try
1: to find and be or be friends with someone like an Elsie or something. Mm-hmm. And magician girl would just open the door like, "I told you not to bring anyone." And I was, it was that, or I wasn't coming. Like I, right. needed, I just needed someone to hold my hand. So
3: mm-hmm. I
1: think I feel like for me it. it Either way it w- i I would have needed help. I couldn't do it on my own,
3: yeah, I am
0: someone who is easily uh if I find one person that I get along with, I don't tend to care too much if um there's a lot of other people who are also like like with me, although I could see it bothering me that no one in my department would be effing with me. So I I feel like generally I probably would have never messaged Magician Girl back because when I probably would have thought it was spam, or two mm-hmm. I would just be yeah. like, no, I'm good. We wouldn't have gotten see to that's this point.
1: and that's what's really funny is that like because I do feel like for you in particular, Portia, like I feel like all of the things would have to align perfectly. But if you really needed to, if you were needed to find your brother and you were in a research like dead end and they message you correct, not the way that this magician girl message, but if they messaged you with the right um, pitch, not like I could tell you more about Moreau and what all that, but like, I have information and I'm ca- I'm telling you like, or I'm reaching out to you under an alias because I do not want to be found out. You know what I mean? Like, like because of the Bureau and all of these things, like this is why this is the, obviously an alias. And I would like to talk to you face to face to ensure, you
0: know, like I feel like if they come at you correctly, your research brain would have you there. Yeah. They probably have to like pose a question. Like have you wondered why mm-hmm. they haven't told you anything like, yes but like that probably had to get me to respond to them like you'd have to get me to respond to you first and yeah. that would be the way to making me respond to you because initially like nothing that they've said would have been like i'm like that initial thing i'm like ew who's yeah. messaging me what is this Literally. like
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: but if they come at you correctly and then it's definitely like we need to meet
1: face to face in some like whistleblower i have information but like it needs to happen this way because of like backlash protection like a thing that makes sense to you in your world of like they're about to blow some you know i'm about to get like the pentagon papers type stuff (laughs) i
0: feel like you would go it's a very specific criteria right it would be funny because i feel like if you were on the opposite side if you were magician girl in this situation you'd be like we could just do a dead drop book drop like we just do a dead (laughs) i would do (laughs) it shoot you know what though I could see you also being like, let's just do a dead drop. I wouldn't. I, I would think about a dead drop. I would, it's like, I've I've seen them, but it wouldn't be my first like inclination. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying, magician girl obviously would be
1: lying to like they'd have to figure out the way to come at you to get you to do it. But I think that there is a way to like entice you to meet up with them. I would like to think that I would have been like, let's do a dead drop, because <laughs> I just want to do one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I feel all like right. I will have
0: made it when I do a dead drop. Yeah. I just yeah. need that to happen for you before you know. I just need that to happen for you for like. I just uh, that needs to be a special occasion. The the dead drop will be the special occasion in itself, and I just need that to happen. You know for what we you. should do for my birthday? I was just thinking that, but sh- you guys <laughs> should all just like we should all plan a way for
1: like dead drops to happen, and I could just spend <laughs> the day
0: that's what I'm saying we, you can't be able to expect it for something special for like an occasion for instance it's something that like, like, you just do not expect like you mm. know what I mean like there's no reason for it right to the next it just time happens. we see each
1: other can we meet in like a park
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> it'll be for my you have have these paper open in front of you <laughs> on a bench at a, uh, at a bench <laughs> at the park
1: and you'll be sure. sitting there and I'll be sitting there and then you just pass me a piece of paper and then I'll be
2: sure Okay. Um. MVP. Who's your MVP? I LC. said
0: Elsie. I think we all said Elsie. No? We all yeah. said Elsie.
2: Yeah. I think there's just something
1: so special about like r- this chapter. Elsie is the embodiment of ride or die, but ask question. Mm-hmm. And like, let's think this through. Let's research, Mama.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That mis- magician girl not be not giving mis- me heebie and jeebies. Stop.
1: <laughs> you know? I appreciate it. She looking out. She's like, there has to be another way. And if yeah. there's not, let's like, you know, let's do everything I- that we can do to minimize your risk.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Who's benched? I said Lara because I just need her to mind her own business and leave Amari alone.
0: I also said Lara because she's literally the worst. <laughs> Truly. Um, And she just reflects it so much throughout this chapter. I've named it every time I've seen it, so you, you hear my reasons, but I, the way that she revels in Amari's specific misery is uh-huh. just, Uninched. like, masochistic and, like, just, like, get a life. I just... You already, you have so much and you really want to take something for someone else just to make a point. Like that is just miserable. I agree. Um,
1: I I also said Laura, but I had an added bonus of Billy Pogo just because like, I still, I don't like the way he came at Clarence. Like he was just <laughs> blowing up a spot like that. And I don't like how, like, I understand like, you know, you felt some. T- I feel like he was triggered or something. But it just felt very much like he could have he he could have been better in that moment. It didn't need to be so. Do you know? You know what I mean? Like he, the muffin like, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. the muffin man. Um, you know, Claire's just doing his, just living his life. Obviously, you're good. You right. like suffered no like long lasting. I mean, maybe you got some trauma that you need to work out. When you say, you say he was like
0: triggered, them. I'm thinking, I'm wondering now if he's been like gaslit by his parents that fact, like that Clarence doesn't exist, and like, Clarence is just like silent during the times his parents are trying to like investigate, and so he's just like, I need confirmation that like there is a a, a real existing boogeyman in my room.
1: Yeah. And I also just don't like the idea of like here we are in Atlanta and you talking about do you know this boogeyman in North Carolina with yeah facts Boogie person. So I just you know special shout out to Billy Pogo on that. It's small, it's minor, it's small, but it just didn't sit well with me.
0: It's his lack of coos. Both Lara yes. and Billy have lack of coos.
3: Get some coos. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Well, thank you all for listening. Join us next week when we discuss chapter 18 and possibly more uncouth things. Wizard
1: Team is brought to you by Black Nerds Create. If you want to keep up with our other content, you can check us out on our website at blacknerdscreate.com. Follow us on Twitter at blknerdscreate, at yana, Y-A-N-A, wrote it, at robin underscore rambles, and at poor, P-O-R, she, S H E U H. Porsche U. Uh. Follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Black Nerds Create. Subscribe to our monthly magic newsletter and don't forget to rate and review. See you next week. Or hear you next week. You already stopped.
3: <laughs> Bye. <laughs>